Hello everybody, it's uh, Creative Pack Day 21. Wow, I'm almost at the end. It's Scott here. Today I'm joined by Nathan Ray. Hello Nathan. Hi Scott and uh, all you Creative Packs listeners out there. Hello. So um, when I was thinking about people to get an interview, I thought Nathan would be great because Nathan is a kind of professional video maker and also makes uh, documentaries and shoots commercials and things. And I thought you'd have a whole load of great tips for people out there who are doing kind of video video work and making videos and stuff. So Yeah, sure. I have a, I have a, a few things to say along these matters. Yeah, you see a lot of uh, bad... Uh, bad videos being produced and put online um, and it's just cringeworthy when you see a, a video uh, on, a, on a business website or something and the video what they're saying might be great but you're just distracted by the bad um, the bad shooting and the bad uh, <laughs> I don't know you know just uh, just the bad camera work the badness the of like, it the, the badness yeah it just gets distracted and if something like that is distracting uh, somebody from from what they're actually trying to sell or trying to promote or the cause, um, it's it's only going to be bad thing. Uh, it's only going to be bad for the for the product or whatever that they're trying to push. So uh, yeah, video quality uh, ju and just some slight production standards is is what I'm looking for. So I, I understand that you have a uh, seven deadly sins. If I'm yeah, well I do this with the students. I'm also a, uh, an associate lecturer at. Uh, Manchester Metropolitan University on the filmmaking course and I have something with the students there which are the seven deadly sins and um, uh, I don't know if there's seven of them I I'm sure they'll get added to and I will make up to seven over the years as I see as I see mistakes being made by students but basically the idea of the seven deadly sins is things which um, I will just not accept as a tutor if somebody if they give show some work or or or, or show me something along these lines, and these and these few things are in it. I will kind of put a stop to it and say, no, hang on, hang on, pause the film there. What about this kind of thing? And uh, the first one of them is just so simple, but having dust on the camera, or having something on the camera lens, and uh, the amount of people who go out and shoot something and get some video and have not cleaned the camera lens beforehand, it's just it's just unforgivable. Unless you're Steven Spielberg shooting um, Saber Private Ryan and you want something splattering onto your screen, onto the lens as an effect, as an artistic effect, an effect if you know what I mean. So uh, I t this filmmaking course is an arts course so any of these rules except the last one they can um, they can break if they have go good enough reason for it. Okay. As, as a photographer I know the uh, perils of dust on the dust on glass or dust on the sensor it's always a Always a killer yeah. moment, as they say. Cool. Yeah, and the the other one is uh, having um, having lens flares uh, on, on the um, on the on the on the lens. You know, this extraneous light that's out of frame, but hitting the lens and causing these lens flares. Uh, again, there's no there's no excuse for them unless you're J.J. Abrams, uh, who uses a lens flare to give a much more immediate and. Um, I mean, he adds lens flares in after shooting you know so, so and it kind of adds this kind of documentary style uh, look to it so uh, yeah and the third one is having um, is um, using different shooting formats in this in this in one film now most old cameras will shoot by four by three as standard and then you can put it up to 69 if you you know if you know what setting to do and then Oh, most modern cameras now just all shoot at 16.9, but if they're American style, let's shoot at 30 frames per second instead of, seven, 20, instead of 25 frames per second. And, you know, there's just like 101 different formats out there. And my rule is, um, you know, you shoot in the same format for the whole video. 
unless of course you you produce the Wizard of Oz, which is an artistic reason why it starts out in black and white and then goes to color and then goes to um, you know back to black and white again at the end. Um, and I have I have a few more like those, but I'll get to the final one, uh, okay. which I I think is the most important. Uh, important oh i'll just go one more the other one is silence often when film which film students are filming a f- shooting a film they will record the spoken words in a scene you know separately on a separate voice recorder but they won't record any just general background sound or general uh, noises from in the environment and then when when they come to edit their film together they'll put all the word they'll put all the sound clips from the dialogue in the timeline but then there'll be gaps so it'll be hissing slightly, and then it'll stop, and then there'll be noise. But and th- so basically, there mustn't be any silence in a film because silence is not natural. You know, you never have a you never have a scene shot in the real world where there is complete silence. If you know what I mean. So, um, oh, and but finally, the last one, the final tip, the final final tip. This is the one which has no artistic reason why you would do this is not backing up your data. Yep. And that, the amount of students which have said, oh, I had it, but I lost it. My hard drive died, and I only had, it, I only had one copy of it, and it was on my hard drive. Especially with modern-day cameras now, a lot of the students are filming on um, Canon, you know, the DSLR cameras. Uh, they film, they get the footage onto an SD card, then they move the footage from the SD card, put it on their computer, and then they reuse the SD card without backing it up, so they only have one copy of the um, of the data at all time. At least in the old days, with the you know the digital tapes, you'd at least always have it on the digital tape kind of thing. So, um, yeah, no excuse. And the amount of times I've talked to some of my clients in my work as well, and they've shot something, and then they've rec- rewound the tape back to um, to review the footage, and then taped over the same footage. Um, and uh, you know, just just because uh, they've lost track of where they were on the tape and things, and there's no artistic or business reason or anything like that to lose your footage and not back it up. In fact, I can't think of an artistic reason. I'm sure one of my students at one point will come up with a good reason, and I'll be able to pat them gently on the head and say, "Well done, you you've stumped me, and you found a way around the seventh deadliest rule." A nice, uh, a, a nice kind of conceptual piece, perhaps, or something. Is it? Yeah, yeah, I, do, I, don't, I don't know what you do. I'm sure there's something like that. Like the guy who uploaded and downloaded um, uh, that paragraph that he was reading out like a thousand times to YouTube, and each time he did it, the, the, um, the quality of the footage downgraded, you know, bit by bit by oh, bit. Oh, the, so um, the end, yeah, inspired by the Alvin Lucifer, um, I'm sitting in this room. I'm sitting in a, a room, yeah. yeah, the quiet room, or, you know, the silent room, and it builds up. Yeah, so, um, I'm, uh, I mean, obviously, that he's not losing his footage there. He's backing it up a thousand times, but, you know, something along those lines. Um, yeah, those are, my, those are some of my seven, seven deadly sins. And, uh, but mo- like I say, most of them, if you've got creative vision or you've got creative reason, reason to break them, you know, break them, go ahead, but not not normally in a sales video or, or a website video for your homepage or, um, or like a, a product video or a product demonstration video. You know, you don't want anything like that. And you don't want to be breaking any of those rules with a business video. Awesome stuff. So finally, if uh, people want to find out some more about you or see some of your work, where can they go? Oh, right, yeah. I'm at Nathan Ray on Twitter. Cool. Um, so you can find me there. My name is spelled R-A-E, so at Nathan Ray. And I'm also at nathanray.co.uk is my website. It's my business website. Awesome. Um, 
Oh, and I'll also plug one more thing. Oh. I'm producing at the moment, uh, not part of the Creative Pact, but every day or every other day, I'm putting up uh, new footage from the European Juggling Convention, which I did a lot of filming at in August. And I'm putting up a show every day, an act every day from that juggling convention of professional uh, jugglers and uh, circus performers. And that's going up every day on jugglinglive.com. So head over to jugglinglive.com and there's some great video content there going up there every day. Cool. I'll make sure that gets put into the show notes as well. So yeah, cheers. Thanks, Scott. No worries. Uh, thank you very much, Nathan. It's been a pleasure. All right, then. Thanks. <laughs>